Hello and welcome back to the Brit vs Japan podcast. This is a podcast where I, Matt, talk about a whole bunch of random stuff, usually to do with language learning, uh, but if not, stuff that I find interesting that I think that might help you personally, and any other things that I find interesting. And I also answer your questions and any topics that you guys want me to talk about via the YouTube comments and in the description there is a Google Forms link which you can click and submit any questions or topics you might have. In today's podcast episode, we will be answering one of your guys' questions from James Davis. Should I actively try to recall RTK words for two kanji together when reporting a sentence card, um, when repping a sentence card, sorry. Thank you in advance. So RTK, if you don't know, is remembering the kanji. It's a way of learning kanji. I'm sure everybody who's watching this probably already knows that. Um, and essentially, you have flashcards. You have a kanji either on the front or the back, and then the English keyword on the, on the opposite side depending on whether you want to learn writing or not. So um, when you're doing sentence cards, which you just basically get a sentence of Japanese or whatever language you're learning, and you have one unknown in there and you're trying to learn that and you have maybe um, audio on the back or, or hints or dictionary defin definitions on the back and the readings on the back, and you just have the, the original sentence in the front, you try and read the sentence and you try and understand the sentence, try and read it perfectly and all that, then um, trying to recall the RTK words, RTK keywords, sorry, um, can be helpful. It isn't something that I've ever actively tried to do, but um, it is something that I think comes with just reading the sentences anyway, because you'll, you'll read through a sentence and you should, if you've done RTK properly, um, and you've um, you know you've you've done all your reps and you've solidified most of them, then you should sort of pick up the, what the kanji means from that word. Um, as you read it, you should be like, oh, that's the kanji for this. Um, if you're not at that stage, then it's likely that you've just switched over to sentence uh, sentence flashcards from RTK, and so um, you still quite haven't maybe solidified all of the kanji into your head yet, or there's still some that are quite fresh, and you're still you know you're still doing um, the early reps for the for the RTK key uh, RTK kanji flashcards. And so what I would recommend is if that is the case and you're really struggling to, to look at a kanji and understand what the keyword is for that kanji, I would skip that sentence flashcard for now, maybe suspend it, maybe put it in your browser um, and come back to it later, which you can do in Anki. You can suspend the flashcard and then um, later on, if you want to look at it again, you can go back into the browser. And once you're in the browser, you can select the card, unsuspend it, and then it will come back into your pool of new cards to learn. So I would recommend doing that. Um, if you want, you can try and make sure you recall the kanji keyword perfectly and, and make sure you've solidified the RTK keywords. But again, as I said, there's nothing that I, I've never personally done that um, because I've, I've never had the need to. Um, I never felt like I was in a situation where, um, you know, I, I had to do that. I, it was either a case of I know this kanji or I don't know this kanji. And if I didn't know the kanji, I wouldn't learn the sentence. Um, and then I would hope that the flash, the RTK flashcard deck, um, the uh, the kanji flashcard deck, uh, would show me that kanji again, and I would likely not know what the kanji is, so I'd reset the card and learn it again. If you know what I mean. So, um, or personally, uh, another way of doing it is if you're really stuck on a kanji and you don't know what it means, look it up uh, online. Look at um, look at the kanji kuhi uh, kohi forums. See what the meaning is. Um, see what you know what the keyword is. Double check in Anki that you've got that card because there are some kanji that just aren't in RTK. Um, if you don't have an RTK flashcard for that kanji, make a new one, add it to, to that deck and learn it. 
um, if it is in there and you have learned it, then you could possibly reset the, that specific card. Um, you could reset it back to zero and learn it again, or just add another copy of it. Um, you could do that. Personally, I wouldn't add another copy, I don't think, because then that will kind of mess up uh, the repping um, part. But yeah, I suppose there's nothing to say that you can't do that. You could always um, have the RTK uh, keyword for the kanji on the back as well. Uh, the only problem I see with doing this is it would make doing a sentence flashcard a lot. Uh, it would take it a lot longer. Take a lot longer to do it. And I think the main benefit of doing Anki and doing flashcards with Anki is having as little information on a flashcard as possible. This is something that I struggled with in um, doing making flashcards for my university course for software engineering. Is I would get very lazy during lessons and during lectures because um, I would be trying to make uh, Anki flashcards on the spot during the lectures. So as the teacher is spewing out all this information really quickly, I'm <laughs> you know really I'm trying to write it all down or take um, screen shots of the PowerPoint and add it into Anki and you know make flashcards on the spot so I'm trying to keep up with the content and also make flashcards and what I found was I would end up just putting in um, what is this and then having just a massive paragraph of text on the back of the flashcard and this really didn't help because most of the time it would be explaining a very large um, concept or uh, something that it can't be explained in a few sentences uh, and you wouldn't necessarily be able to remember any of this through Anki and it would be very difficult to um, to you know learn these specific flashcards. I was constantly failing them because there was just too much information on the flashcard. And then what I found was that breaking each of these individual flashcards down into separate smaller flashcards um, where I would answer individual specific questions about a certain topic was much better, much more effective of getting a better whole understanding of a, of a larger topic so personally i would keep it as it is keep the rtk kanji flashcards separate from the sentence flashcards and just have very minimal information on the sentence flashcard um, i see people doing all sorts of crazy things with their sentence flashcards having massive flashcards with a ton of information on them and personally i don't see the point in that i think it's good to have dictionary definitions and it's good to have the readings of the word uh, or the words of the kanjis are on the back of the flashcards. Audio is great, images are great. These are all sort of supplementary things. The main thing that you are getting from uh, doing a sentence flashcard, well, the main two things, is checking that the reading is correct and checking that the uh, dictionary definition matches your understanding of the word. Um, and so those are the two main things, really. And even then, the reading is just something that isn't a huge thing because you get used to it really quickly. So the main thing you're trying to do is understand that one unknown word and the dictionary definition of it. And if you add too much to the flashcard, I feel like it's going to be harder for you to remember or do the flashcard and sort of, you know, try and, yeah, remember everything and do everything all at once. Breaking it down into separate things is much, much better. So the ITK keyword... Uh, the RTK flashcards themselves should be good enough. The sentence flashcards by themselves should be good enough. And this is where, like, I would say, like, I haven't really started learning pitch accent yet or doing any of that stuff. But if you are learning pitch accent, personally, what I'm going to be doing is making separate a separate deck for pitch accent. I'm not going to be adding pitch accent stuff onto my sentence cards 
because I don't. F I feel like it's just too much. I feel like you should be making a separate deck for pitch accent only, um, and you know, just building upon blocks that you've already created is a much better way of doing things than just shoving everything onto one card and trying to learn that one card. Um, so breaking everything down into separate decks, breaking everything down to smaller flashcards with less information, is much much better um, in the long term than, than trying to cram it all together in my personal opinion anyway um so yeah i hope you found that helpful um please let me know if you didn't or if you did um if you didn't then uh, let me know and i'll try and answer it in a bit more detail next time uh but i, I think i did a good job answering that <laughs> uh but yeah I, I guess to sum it up is i wouldn't do it personally uh it's up to you though so yeah guys i hope you uh, enjoyed this episode of the podcast if you did leave a like and a comment down below let me know any if there's any questions or topics you want me to answer in the comment section down on youtube or in the description there is a google docs form which you can submit your questions or answers there if you really really want to support the podcast then check out the patreon in the description down below for the free dollar tier you can get access to the patreon episodes a week earlier um, and it really just helps me make more content online and trying to help more people learn about learning languages and and other stuff through this podcast and through the main channel and through my website um so yeah guys thank you very much for listening and um, i'll see you in the next episode thank you bye